With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This week, we have another full slate of games to look forward to. Luckily for us, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered with so many different ways to get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook is based right here in the U.S., not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. Plus, they have new odds, boosts, and promotions on your favorite sports every day. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet from wherever, whenever, you don't even have to leave your house. And for those where sports betting is not yet available, head to the DraftKings app and check out all of their daily fantasy contests. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SI when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's code SI to get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's happening, everybody? This is the SI Gambling Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Ben Heisler here, Corey Parson with you, and joined today uh, by a man that really needs no introduction, but we'll give him one anyway. Johnny Avello is the head of DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, runs and oversees the books there over at DraftKings Sportsbook, and he's kind enough to give us some time here on the show today. Johnny, happy start of the NBA season to you. It's great to have your company, and thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Ben and Corey. Yeah, pleasure to be on. Uh, and it's a pleasure to have the NBA back. I'm kind of surprised that we're uh, getting this thing cranked up already after we just ended a few months ago, but uh, it's welcomed. Absolutely. I know that Corey and I uh, went over some of our favorite futures and plays for MVP Rookie of the Year, who's going to take home uh, another championship on the previous episode. And I know that you guys are, are doing something fun over Trafficking Sportsbook tonight as well. You double your money tonight, essentially, if your team does not lose by 76 points. So, Corey, you have Brooklyn and Golden State. You have the two L.A. teams. Any concern that it becomes so bad of a blowout that one, somebody's losing by 76 tonight? No, I don't think nobody's going to lose <clears throat> by 80 points tonight. I don't think that's going to be the case. What I do worry about, this one that we, that we tip it off with, Johnny, is very interesting to me. When I power rank the game, I had it as Nets – Minus five and a half. If I'm not mistaken, that's probably about where you opened up at. Then I said to myself, well, let's just see the sharp, not the sharp, but the public money come in and grab the Nets. The Nets look good in the preseason. Obviously, Golden State Warriors not having Klay Thompson this year. 
But but some of the research I was doing, it looks like that. It looks like the public and the sharps are on the are on the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Yeah, that might be the case. You know, the Nets are uh, they've been hoping to get to a spot where they could compete, and here they are. Uh, you know, they supposedly uh, you know the two cogs are healthy. Um, you know, it's it's time for those guys to to show what they normally do. They weren't able to give, you know, any effort whatsoever last year. And then here's the Warriors, uh, you know, who were looking for a big season. You mentioned Clay Thompson. Uh, you got the rookie center tonight. We'll see what, you know, what he has to show in a game like this. And uh, um, it's, it's about the right number. I mean, the problem with laying numbers with the Warriors is that you sir, Curry can certainly burn you late in the game and, and you know, fall in within that number. So, uh, I guess that's the concern probably on most betters' mind who are laying the points. No doubt. Now, we've seen this total move up from where it opened up at five and a half over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the line right now with the Nets at minus seven and a half. So uh, for anybody that has been looking on the Warrior side, it's a good opportunity to, to jump in. Uh, what about in the late game, Johnny? You have the, the Battle of L.A. Uh, the line, I think, has pretty much stayed where it's opened with the Lakers at minus two and a half. Uh, first two games of the season last year, uh, the Clippers took them, and then obviously the Lakers down the stretch of the season were the more improved team and the more focused team. Uh, what have some of the numbers looked like at least initially coming in heading into tonight it looks like more the same for me as as like last year i mean these spreads were right around the same area when these teams met last year um and obviously the lakers went on and won the championship the clippers did not and so uh yeah it's it's laker money right now early laker money but uh, and i think that'll continue to be laker money I, you know sometimes i could tell you i think there'll be a switch in the money when we get close to game time. I don't think that's going to be the case tonight. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And I, I wrote about this earlier, and I, and I kind of wanted to bring this up. On these nights, well, so for example, a night like tonight, you have two basketball games, two marquee matchup, big-time stars, LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and Steph Curry and Kevin Durant, and you have really basically a small-time college bowl game. So without no football on to attract betters, Am I mistaken by thinking you get a lot of, you know, public betters, a lot of casual betters coming out of the weekend, may have a couple of dollars in their account and they look to back favorites. Do they does that do lines get do NBA lines get shaded more when there's no football games on? Well, yes. I mean, football draws a lot of money and you are correct on that, Corey. But uh, basketball and NBA in particular is one of our top offerings and has been since. DraftKings launched the sports book back in 2018. Um, so, uh, you know, basketball holds its own. It doesn't need football to hold it up. Uh, and, you know, there's a reason for that. There's football's been played on Sundays for the most part, uh, Monday nights and some Tuesday night games, of course, and then getting the late season, some Saturday games. Pro basketball's every single night of the week and you'll be hard-pressed not to find at least one good matchup. And even if they aren't good matchups, they're good games to handicap, and you'll find some weak spots along the way, along the season. So uh, NBA has just been a very prosperous uh, offering for us. As far as 
splits go for the championship. This was actually just sent to me by the good folks over at DraftKings Sportsbook. At the moment, by the time we're recording this podcast now, you have about 41% of the handle uh, on the Lakers to win the NBA championship at odds of plus 275. 41% of the handle, 33% of the bets. Uh, Right below them, you have the Brooklyn Nets, plus 600, 6 to 1 odds to win with 17% of the handle and 12% of the bets. And then Philadelphia, uh, a bit surprising to me, Johnny. They're coming in at 20 to 1 uh, with 11% of the handle and 10% of the bets. Um, did, did that surprise you at all that the 76ers, knowing that Ben Simmons had been reported on the trade block for a while, that they bring in Daryl Morey, they got a new head coach, uh, that this sort of change still has uh, a lot of a lot of betting interest heading into the season on Philadelphia? Well, the Lakers were the top choice last year, so that doesn't surprise me. And the Nets with the team that they have who look like a contender in the East, that doesn't surprise me because of the bias and, you know, the people in the in the East Coast wagering on them. I think the, the push on the 76ers was that uh, there was a chance that Harden was going to go there. At least that was the talk. And I think when that – uh, that conversation was happening. There was some money pouring in on the 76ers. And you got Doc there too, you know. Maybe he can work some magic. Uh, I guess that's the reason for some of the other money that poured in. You know, John, before we hop into some of these futures and um stuff like that, during the season pre-pandemic leading up to March, March 13th, that key date in the NBA, I was more or less coming in about 14 games. This is documented. 14 games over 500 around 53% on the NBA. So we transitioned to the bubble and it was a disaster. And my thing was like, how with no games going on, how did the book stay so sharp? I mean, some of those early bubble game numbers was landing right on the number. How was the book? It's like, it's like without practice, how did the book odds makers stay so sharp? Well, you know, we, we had some good history from those guys playing about four or five months earlier. Uh, luckily for some of those teams, they were able to get healthy. Uh, the Portland team had a terrible start to the season and uh, maybe they, they needed the break and, you know, something like that actually helped them. Uh, but as far as odds makers are concerned, we just took our power ratings where the guys left off. We looked at home field advantage, which was zero by the way. And then we, um, you know, just calculated how we normally calculate our numbers, and they did fall. They were right there. You're right. Uh, the totals we were a little off on first. Some of these games were flying over early, but then, uh, you know, they normalized as we went on. Johnny, without giving, you know, too much of the secret sauce away, for, for anybody that might be listening and, and trying to get a sense of what the, the daily and maybe even weekly process is like when it comes to learning about your business and being able to, to put and, and organize and, and and take these lines and put them all together for the public. Um, can you give us a sort of an inside sense as to sort of how everything gets put together, what conversations are had, uh, part of the data that comes in, whatever you can share so that our, our listeners can get a general sense of, of what these everyday occurrences are like behind the, the scenes at, a, at a, you know, a big time sports book. Yeah, there's a team of guys that put the numbers together, and they're all based on power ratings. Now, in the old days, Ben, uh, those power ratings were done by hand manually. I still do some manually, but now they're done through algorithms uh, and data-driven. Uh, and so that's your starting number. Uh, you, But then the research takes place in, on who's playing and who's not playing, 
And uh, there's always some intangibles on in there on, uh, you know, why a team might be a little bit more motivated tonight in, in this particular game. The, the, the one thing we really have to be watched now that we've ne- hadn't had to watch in the past is load management. I mean, you know, these guys already have said that they're not going to play a full season. Uh, they Their goal is to win the NBA championship and they're going to take off for the needed rest. So that's something new for us odds makers, something we really have to stay on top. How, how much did your process change going from the win to DraftKings, if at all? Oh, it's changed. It certainly has changed. There's there's a lot more people involved now, and we're a lot much bigger wet network. You think about win, you know, we had great handle at win, some of the biggest handle in the state of Nevada, but we're talking about a network now of 10 states. Right. So um, there's a lot, of wa- lot to watch. Some states select to take things, others don't. Uh, some states will let you do player props. Others don't. So, you know, you have to stay within compliance of what those states are allowing. Hey, Johnny, let me ask you this. How much does star power drive NBA betting? Guys like LeBron James, Luka Doncic, players like that. I try to avoid a lot of these games because I think you get a lot of public money on them. I think the book is ahead. Or, or the book is ahead of us on these games. So, like example for tomorrow, when everybody's getting ready for Boston and Milwaukee, I got my eyes on Charlotte and Cleveland, and I think that's where the advantage can be gained at, as opposed to looking at some of these big time nationally televised games. Good strategy, Corey. Uh, that's because you know getting sucked into a game on TV sometimes uh, could be the worst thing that could happen to you. Yeah, it's too marquee. Uh, matchups tonight and, you know, they're on TNT or where, whatever major network is holding them and you want to watch them and get a bet down on them. But sometimes the value lies in some other games, like you mentioned. So uh, that's a good point. And that's, that's a good point for people to absorb and use uh, moving forward when you do your handicapping. Corey and I were going over some of our favorite props over the course of the season. We touched on MVP, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player. So I'm curious to, to get a little bit more of your perspective on some of these, Johnny. And again, for anybody who missed that conversation, it's on the previous episode uh, of the SI Gambling Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, the the, the leader is Luka Doncic, 4-1. to one. Giannis Attendokounmpo, the reigning MVP, right behind him at, at plus 450. Uh, but you have some very intriguing names behind them as well, with Steph Curry at 8-1, to one, knowing that Golden State is like back in the postseason this year Anthony Davis and LeBron James each at nine to one Kevin Durant with the Nets at 12 to one uh, and a value play that that both Corey and I like a lot this year is Jason Tatum at 16 to one uh, where are you guys seeing a, a lot of liability on a lot of these different MVP lists and also um, tell me a little bit about sort of how these lines ultimately came together for you well you know Doncic's the favorite and what a player he is in all aspects of the game uh, Giannis is normally the favorite, but he's taking the second position right now. And and some of the some of the uh, the handicap behind this is on uh, you know load management too. Is are these guys going to play the full season? Are they going to play less games? Because that may come in and hurt some of the players as we move forward uh, in a season. Uh, you know, step. Uh, Stephen Curry is going to play every game a lot. Most likely, I can't see him sitting out with the with the uh, bet, you know, with the bench they have and the starting uh, lineup they have, so he's sitting at eight to one. He may be a value play. Uh, Kevin Durant at twelve to one. We all know he's an MVP in the league. Uh, the question is, is he the MVP 
for 2021. Uh, so I think you're right. And then Tatum, you mentioned it's 16 to one. There's certainly some value out there. Uh, and I think it's about handicapping the season for the team too. Uh, if the team goes well, the guys will be really motivated to play well. So, uh, you know, look at that certainly when you're looking at these odds, but uh, how do you put it together? It's not difficult. We, we, we have all the names and we just assign, <laughs> sign the odds to them. And, uh, and then we leave it in the betters' hands to tell us if we did a good job or not. Fair enough. That's interesting because the betters obviously are the ones that's going to, uh, uh, that's, that's going to be the guys that's going to be moving and adjusting, you know, you'll move and adjust the lines of how, the, how this money comes in. And it's an interesting one that Ben, I forgot to speak with you about yesterday. And I think you could see it steam real quick. Let me know if I'm off on this one. Bo Bowl is actually a rookie this season. Now, we saw some of those seeding round games, how he did in the bubble, a big man like that on a good team who can pass the basketball the way he can. And basically, he can run a point guard at, at seven feet plus. Um, he's 20 to one right now. That Nuggets team is supposed to be good. Do, do, you, do you think that people will start hopping on that market if Bowl gets the minutes? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not that high on Bowl, uh, maybe okay. as you are, Corey. Uh, you know, LaMelo Ball is the favorite, and he's really not a rookie. I mean, you know, he has experience. Mm -hmm. but the, the other guys behind him that could have real super years, you know, is is uh, Obi Topin. Could, you know, he's well needed, and so maybe he's going to shine at some point. Certainly, Anthony, Anthony Edwards is quite a talent. Um, I'm not so sure about a Wiseman. We'll see. Uh, you know, he's a big man in the middle. We'll see if he is, uh, you know, a rookie of the year type of player. But, you know, it all is going to go through the mellow ball. He's certainly going to have – we know he's going to be scoring probably somewhere from the 15 to 20 points a, a game type of range. So uh, – and certainly playing all season long. If he stays healthy, he'll be tough to beat. A couple of guys for most improved player, Johnny, since we recorded the podcast even yesterday – is Michael Porter Jr. at one point was up there with, I think, Jamal Murray at maybe 16-1. to 1. Porter right now is the favorite at DraftKings Sportsbook at 8-1. to 1. Uh, And then Christian Wood, I, I think at one point he might have been 25-1, to 1, has gone all the way up to 12-1. to 1. Wood had a breakout year last year for Detroit, now playing in Houston. Uh, tell me about what you expect out of those two guys and what really led them to, to catapult up to the top. Money. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Porter Jr.'s, uh, you know, you, you mentioned two guys. I love talking about these these guys that, uh, you know, whose game elevates from one year to the next. And uh, Jamal Murray's another guy. Uh, what a what a uh, bubble performance by him. Uh, there's some other guys down there you could look at, you know, a uh, Tyler Hero, 25 to one. Uh, you got Zion at 25 to one, Devin Booker, 33, some, you know, good value down there, uh, but money's driven them on the first couple of guys. And it's not a lot of money. You know, this is a uh, area where you can see that uh, there's no real clear cut favorite favorites, eight to one, a lot of guys bunched in the teens and a lot of value after that in the 25s and 30 range. Meanwhile, Corey, I was going to say that uh, I was I was big talking about Markel Fultz after that new contract yesterday at thirty three to one. My my pick went in the wrong direction of the money because right now Markel Fultz went from thirty three to one to fifty to one. So don't listen to me when it comes to this sort of stuff. Yeah, and I, I also mentioned to uh, Tim yesterday, uh, Johnny, that Devontae Graham is a player that's not listed for um, most improved player, and and he's a name that could pop at some time too. So you might want to watch out for that. But what I want to ask you is, um. 
in in the NFL and college football, these the teasers and the money line parlays. You know, you hear a lot that uh, the, the the books make a lot of their money from parlays, but these money line parlays they seem to be very popular. And also, these guys have learned how to tease these NFL bets. Um, we've seen like you know a two team teaser. Now you're paying minus, you're paying a dollar forty on it. Uh, did you guys have to adjust the teasers because they became so popular and profitable for betters? They did, Corey. Um, you know, I remember dealing the teasers at even money, uh, pro teasers at even money. And then we took it up to minus 110, minus 120. And as you mentioned, they're up to minus 140 now. They have become popular and they have become profitable for the player. And the good teaser player, of course, just doesn't tease any game. He tees numbers down to key numbers, cross key numbers. You take a game where uh, the point spread is nine, he tees it down to, uh, you know, two and a half uh, to get below that key three number where one out of every seven games fall. Uh, you also mentioned money line parlays. They're more popular this year than I've ever seen before. Um, not only the money line, but the alternative line where mm. you take a team and you, instead of laying three, you take 10 uh, and you lay some huge juice. You do that on, you know, two, three team parlays. Guys have started to do that. And now they lay a lot of juice, but they bet a lot of money couple hundred thousand on a parlay like mm. that to get back, you know, maybe, uh, you know, a hundred thousand. Uh, and that's worked well for them too. So uh, it's great. It's really uh, great to watch these big bets come in and the way these guys handicap these games and look for small teaser bets, but also look for those alternative lines. Uh, it's a new way of handicapping and it's, it's worked for some betters. A couple more minutes with Johnny Avello, kind enough to join us of DraftKings Sportsbook on the SI Gambling Podcast as we get a little bit of education in the world of handicapping and sports betting. I'm curious to get your perspective on what we saw this week, because this was a historic week for for underdogs, and particularly with the Jets coming in at, I think they closed the DraftKings Sportsbook at plus 17 in their upset win against the Rams. And then on Monday night, I think the Bengals, who ended up closing at plus 14 and a half, it was the second largest upset, uh, upset point spread-wise in Monday night football history. And you had those two games happen back-to-back. Uh, I think those two games, if you go back over historical precedent, You've never seen two teams as big of underdogs win in the same NFL weekend as what we saw with the Jets and what we saw with the Bengals. Do you remember anything similar or close to it during your time behind the books where we saw this these type of upsets back-to-back in the same week? And also, I don't think the, the liability for, for any of those two teams was probably pretty high. I think a lot of the public was on the favorites. But did you have some Jets or Bengals straight-up bets take place this, at all this weekend? Well, first of all, uh, both of those games we did very well on, two of our biggest uh, revenue games of the week. Uh, and, and that's because a lot of bettors laid that heavy juice thinking those teams could not lose on the money line in every way, shape, and form. Uh, you know, straight sides, uh, money line parlays, you name it. Uh, you know, one reason I can tell you that that hasn't happened so much in the past is because you don't have those kind of spreads in the past. Uh, you know, these type of spreads on a weekly basis now are kind of new over the last, uh, you know, eight, 10 years or so, uh, you know, games never got that out of hand with the, those big underdogs in games, but now we're getting to get the, 
league is getting a little lopsided and the Jets were terrible the whole year, had a couple of chances to win. And that's probably the bigger surprise for me, the Rams losing that game in home, at home in a game they actually needed to win. Uh, the Steelers game, they're just playing horrible. They really are. Not only are they playing horrible, I think Big Ben's making bad decisions. Instead of trying to get the yards needed, he's throwing the ball down the field, trying to go for the big play, throws too much. The coach is making bad decisions. Not a good game coach. He's a good coach for getting ready for games, but he's not a good game field coach. Uh, so that one was less of a surprise. But both a big surprise because uh, of the records both teams had and the way you know the season's been going for them. You wouldn't think they would lose to these two teams. Let me ask you this, Johnny. Um, as since you know, since we've got you know legalized sports betting, and you know the states start to to, to multiply, and we see more and more states coming on every couple of months. Have you seen where the better is getting sharper? Because I like when you go into a market at first, do you see like a lot of novice betters that you can? I don't want to say take advantage of, but you know it is what it is. And 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 as the and as you go on, as you move forward. Do you see like, okay, wait a minute, these guys are starting to get better now? You know, Corey, the, the better's been getting uh, more intelligent and savvy for quite some time now. And the reason that is, is because of all the information that's out there on the internet. I mean, if you want to really isolate on a game or a team, you can go on the internet and look at the local papers and really find some information that could help you uh, make a decision on a game. Like, a guy's, uh, you know, not going to play. He's only going to play partially tonight because of X or, uh, you know, something happened in his life over the last past week or so. Maybe emotionally you might be able to pick something up. So I think the Internet has changed handicapping uh, forever. Now, it is true that people need to go through a learning process. At first, when it first comes to your state, you might think you're a kid in a candy store. So, you're out there just kind of picking games, picking home teams. But I think you learn real quick that there's more to uh, betting and handicapping than just betting on the home team. Johnny, last one from me, and, and we're so grateful to have you on the show and appreciative of your time. I, I always like hearing the stories of people who have been in this industry for a long time. When you first got started, that sort of welcome to Vegas type moment. Do you recall that for you, You know whether it was the first massive size bet that you guys took in or uh, just anything sort of behind the scenes that, that maybe a lot of our listeners may not have heard. It was What was that welcome to Vegas moment for you? Well, you know, I came to Vegas in 1979 and I actually worked in the casino pit and because I could deal all the games and manage those games. So I actually worked in the pit for the first six or seven years. And then I migrated over to Sportsbook in 86 and I've been there ever since. Um, you know, when there were, there were some good sized bets back in those days, but nothing like the money we take now. Um, I remember taking my, you know, my first million dollar bet at, at Bally's on the Super Bowl, and it was quite exciting and a huge bet. And then when I went to win, uh, million dollar bets seemed to be quite common on, on big events. Um, but I've had a lot of stories through the years. I, you know, one story that always stands out to me was. Back in 2002, uh, Wisconsin came to town. I don't know if you guys know this story. Wisconsin came to town, and they were playing the Rebels. And, you know, the Red was in town, and the Cheeseheads and everybody. Uh, 
they 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 flooded uh, Sam Boyd Stadium. There was about forty something thousand in there that night. And Wisconsin, we had bets. The guys were you know guys from Wisconsin just bet their their team. They knew they were a better team than UNLV, and we were probably ninety percent Wisconsin money versus ten percent UNLV. Anyway, Wisconsin was winning the game twenty seven to seven with about seven minutes, six and a half to go. And uh, the lights went out at the stadium. Oh, somebody, somebody, some car hit a transformer and knocked the lights out. So the game, our, our rules state that the game has to go uh, within those last five. You have to get, be within five minutes of the game ending for the game to be official. So guess what? We refunded the money back. Man, were those guys mad. I know they were. Oh, my God. <laughs> They came in the books. I, they were looking to rip our heads off because they actually thought that we turned the lights off. Because, <laughs> wow. Because our side had no shot to win. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's an incredible story. And again, like I remember the, the Super Bowl game, right, between uh, uh, the, the Harbaugh brothers when all of a sudden the lights went out in the stadium as well. And people get their conspiracy theories going. And sometimes things just happen. Hey, it happens. Hey, believe me, guys, bookmakers on the up and up. We don't do anything, uh, <laughs> you know, anything to fix games. We just book the games and, uh, you know, it's all it's all corporate. It's all highly regulated, all under uh, scrutiny, yep. it's, uh, high compliance issues. So we just book games and wherever they fall, they fall. We have nothing to do with the results. Johnny, it's been great to catch up with you. I appreciate you making time for us. He's the head of DraftKings Sportsbook, Johnny Avello. And again, don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook with a fun promotion for the start of NBA tonight. As long as your team doesn't lose by 76, it's a great opportunity uh, to get in a bonus on tonight's action. Johnny, I appreciate your time. Love to do this again soon. Thanks for making it. Ben, Corey, thanks for having me on. Good seeing you guys. Thanks, Johnny.